I, I, I see your point 100%, but I would argue that at that time, when you start to transform yourself, you're conforming to what I want you to look like, not what you actually look like. Yeah, I, I hear you, Los. I just also think, too, like, yeah. isn't that what we all are? Is just like an, a, a compilation of experiences and molding who we are and what we like and our taste and our taste grows and evolves. Yeah. I don't think somebody is Naturally, the same. No. What? Naturally? Naturally, though. Yeah. Not when someone's like, I'd like you to gain weight. I'd like you to cut your hair. I'd like you to wear less makeup or, you know what I'm saying? What's the difference of doing that and in, in, in expressing how you emotionally like to handle things? I guess it just you just view the other one as superficial. Don't I give you that rush? I keep that loving raw. Don't need no candlelight, cause you feel like the morning sun. There ain't no end in sight. Put that shit on my life. This ain't no fantasy. We living on the edge tonight. I told her lay down, we can make a movie now. This ain't audition, you tripping over your lines now. I flip the script, I'll be flipping you on your side now. I got a Tesla, you fucking up all the leather. I just checked, I got a checker. We fucking it up together. Don't lie. Don't I, don't I, don't I, don't I. I can't help but flex it all. I can't wait to break it all. I'm the only one to make you feel like you can have it all. Don't lie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you got the shades on? Yeah, sunny side. Oh, man. Or shady side up, <laughs> shady side up in this hoe. And the mask. And wow. You look like, um, and the mask. You look like. You guys remember Atlanta, the episode where he meets Michael Jackson? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, you look like that dude. And you look you were in that, like the wheelchair they were pushing him. Yeah. Wow. That's how I feel right now. Hey yo, let me let me just do a clap real quick for uh for my audio on my phone. So that yeah. way, just in case, it's just a backup. Cool. All right. Cool. Jay, you good? My camera can't recognize my face. <laughs> <laughs> you got to talk All like right. this also. Don't forget. That's how I'm feeling right now. That's how I feel. Beautiful people. Welcome back to enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Got a little special flavor for you, obviously. Mm-hmm. This show here, we peel back the curtain, <laughs> let you into the locker room, and give you the message, including Losis. So, without further ado, I am one of your three kings, JD, or JD's Gems. Make sure you get that in the post, hey. Jay. Uh, to your top right, hopefully, we have... Uh, the man himself. That's you, top right. Can't knock him down no matter what. We tried to cancel today. He said, hell no. I Can't don't complain. Do I do it. I get it done. Rain or shine. Mr. Jared Brady in uh, 100% sickness. And to your bottom <laughs> left, I hope, we have, I got to think bottom of another right. nickname for this, man. Suited and booted, Mr. GQ LDL himself. <laughs> Fine, sir. Can you explain why you're extra spiffy today? Funeral. Uh, I'm, no, not a funeral. I'll, I'll, full, full disclosure, guys. Um, I've, I've always wanted to do this, but I've never had a job that would allow me to do this. So, 
I have swords on underneath here, as you can see. This is not. This is not an actual. <laughs> All right, I'm done now. That was that was just for that. That's perfect. <laughs> Leave it on. That's perfect. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot. Uh, it's okay. Hot. Also, Jared. Yeah. Always rocking with us. We ignore, appreciate the effort. Ignore man. me. What's going on? You want to let the people you can't. people know? I'm dying. I'm dying. Okay. Don't do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus. Moving on. Moving along. <laughs> Leave me with nothing. All right. So today, again, we're going to go off the grid here. Bear with us. We had a, a very special episode planned for everybody, but due to Jared being sick, we had to postpone our guest. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get to it next time. So a little impromptu right. episode. We're going to cover one, if, if not both of these. Uh, first time, do we have shit show stuff or? Um, I actually was going to hit you about that. Um, and was saying, Hey, did you, uh, screenshot? Did anybody screenshot anything? I, I can go off of, uh, <laughs> actually there were a couple good IG comments. Give me a second. Okay. 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 There you go. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was not getting out of bed until this moment. Oh, you've been in bed okay. this whole time. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. It's not good over here, guys. Well, Excuse me. You look good. Considering. Los got right. the Rico Suave look now. I know. <laughs> Out of all episodes, you're like night and day. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, have, I got my whole wardrobe here, so I figured, why not take advantage, you know? Hey. <laughs> you look good, man. You got the chest okay, book. this is you, from. Uh, little, I wish I had some right. chest hair. I could just have a little hamburger meat right there. For there you go. Looks good, man. It's like a, a tan, Thanks. better looking Fabio. You're welcome. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so Mocha X Honey says, L M A O O O. I would definitely be JD because, woo, that was a lot. Never a dull topic with y'all. And a couple other replied, yes, LOL, I concur. I couldn't turn away. The entire episode was indeed a lot. Uh, let's see. D. Lee. Oof, I don't know. It's in the. You see it. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, JD is so crying laughing face serious. Everyone else is into it. Arms crossed on the belly means I want to protect myself. Just saying. Couple more <laughs> crying, laughing, and some fire. Love you. All right, here's the thing. Hey. I gave these men their flowers. I think it was like minute 40 ish something. I was participating. Yeah, that was wild as all fuck. Did I ever imagine sitting next to a man who's got two dicks on his chest? Hell no. Didn't sign up for that. But you know I'm a trooper. You know I'm a trooper. Also, it was a tight squeeze. Jared's <laughs> arm for his mic was cutting me off. So I was, if you saw me, I kept shifting. Not because I'm uncomfortable. Very comfortable in my own skin. No matter who I'm around. Arms folded. I was just, it's a comfortable position. Orlando had his arms folded. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Can I live? There, J- JD, there's a difference between this and this. Oh, no, but, this but, is open and inviting. 
This is this is I'm right. myself. <laughs> but he I don't was also get here too. Down. He was here too. He was spraying apparently. Uh, anyways, but oh, man. some people are just JD look uncomfortable. I, I, I need JD to review this episode. Uh, poor JD. JD looks sexy as fuck I got today. A shit oh, show for you. I agree Ooh, with everyone else. He's definitely uncomfortable. Fuck. Go ahead, Lil. I got I got one for you. You ready? Who trusts erect strangers to be honest about COVID and STDs? (laughs) I wouldn't. Uh, (laughs) That's a fair point. That is a fair point. A hard dick is not to be trusted, ever. No. So, anyways. (sighs) Very entertaining episode. All right. Okay. Uh, Again, so... (laughs) Today's two topics. First one, no particular order. What is more important, physical attraction versus mental attraction? And the second topic Mm. could be, is sexual compatibility more important than the emotional compatibility? I got the echo. It's starting to hit me in a relationship. I'll say that again for myself and the people in the back. Is sexual compatibility more important than emotional compatibility in a relationship? Fellas, well, mainly Los. Jay, you chime in whenever you can, brother. Oh, I'm here. I'm. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm here, guys. Whoever. I will. Par- I'll participate. Whoever. Uh, which one sparks your interest? Should um, I spark it for us? I go. I go. Um, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Los. I, well, I was gonna say. Um, I'll go. Okay. Um, I think uh, physical compatibility is what opens the door, but um, a mental or emotional compatibility is what keeps you there, right? Like you, you, you come for the body, you stay for the mind. Yeah. Ooh. Put that on a t-shirt. Say it again one more time, Los. Come for the body, stay for the mind. C-U-M or C-O-M-E? I got it. <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> uh, I mean, either yeah, one. Orlando's either, rubbing either, off either, on whichever JD. Whichever one you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Whoa, whoa, because <laughs> yeah. he would. Okay, I I hear you, Los. I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, yeah. So sexual compatibility is is important, right? For me, the emotional comp- compatibility, you know, Mister Long Term, for me is everything. I can mm. have the greatest sex ever with you, but if that emotional compatibility, which is more so the day to day, is not right. I can't go for that. Can't do it. Yeah. Do you think that um, what's easier, physical compatibility being taught or emotional compatibility being taught? Ooh, great question. Because I, I think, tend, wow, that's a good question. I think if you have an emotional compatibility with somebody, I think you can you can coach somebody on the physical. I mean, obviously not a tra- even attraction. You can you know definitely be like, this is what I like, either a in the bedroom or this is how you know you look great in this type of outfit. I think it could be. Yeah. I think you can get gain the physical easier than the emotional, but I could be wrong. And see, my my knee jerk reaction is um, that it's easier to become mentally attracted to somebody that you're initially not versus physical. Um, dang, I don't know that you could 
teach me or that I could learn to become physically attracted to somebody that I'm not uh, physically attracted to from the onset. Um, but at this, damn, that is a good question. I'm, I'm stumped. I don't know. That, hmm. JD, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck too. So I'm just trying to think which one you could teach better. If that's right. Um, I would I assume you could that teach you would the teach the emotional. Yeah, I was gonna go ahead. Part, yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's there's love languages, but then there's like communication languages, and so like Shay and I know yeah. exactly how to handle conflict, or you know, if we're at a disagreement, or you know, on different ends of the pages, I know what she likes, what she doesn't, when, how, sexually, I, I don't know. Sexually is kind of like sales. You either got it in you, or you don't. You can't I, teach someone. Yeah, how to I, I think I you like can. You know, I I I think you can. I think you can. Okay. I I think that um, we think that physical compatibility is magic, or or it's like something that is um, just happens, but it's all programmed, right? It's all programmed into us, you know, from visually what we see all the time, and and I think like in a new relationship, especially a new sexual relationship, you already don't really know each other and know each other's bodies. And there's a communication dance that needs to happen. I think if we go into it with the mindset of like, you either got it or you don't, I think that there's going to be people who are married with having terrible sex. You know, I think it can be taught, but that's just, that's just me personally. I just think, don't think we have the language. Yeah. I think, I don't think most people have the language. I, I think maybe, Maybe I'm caught up on, maybe I'm not answering the right question. Because um, compatibility, sexual compatibility, I guess you could teach that with your partner eventually. You could be like, you know, I like this, I don't like this. Um, but when I, I guess when I heard that question, what I'm thinking is, is could you learn to become attracted to somebody versus, or is it easier to become attracted to somebody or is it easier to become uh, mentally connected with somebody mm. um and when i if that's if if i'm understanding that correctly i still think it's easier to over time become mentally attracted to somebody because i i almost look at physical attraction um like food in a way right like you smell something you know you like the way it smells you probably gonna like the way it tastes you know if you, once you taste it you know right away if you like the taste of it or not so I kind of think of the physical attraction very much in a similar way, right? Like when I see a woman, I instantly know whether or not I'm attracted to her right then and there. Um, and then once, you know, we get involved sexually, I'll know right then, you know, right away whether or not I, I like the flavor, so to speak. Um, yeah. And I, I, and I don't know that that's something I can I can learn to like later. I don't know. Go ahead. But there's like a whole industry of beauty makeover. Like there's people who maybe yeah, they're that's not liking the person for who they are. That's liking the person who they could become. What's popping, everybody? It's Los and I. We are popping in to give a shout out of the sponsor of this podcast that you are watching right now, Warby Parker. They are committed to giving you exceptional vision care. They give everything from eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses, baby. You all know you need to see. Online and in store. Online and in store. It's a commitment to excellence. It's a commitment to excellence, including prescription lenses, sunglasses, progressive, and blue light lenses are available. They they got them all. They got them all. Sheesh. Everything. 
Get this. They start at $95. Bucks. $95? $95. $95. You can't beat that with a stick. You can't beat that with a bat. No, you can't. That's true. You, you can't. Yo, I picked out all my glasses in like one swoop. Yeah. No, it was easy. It was so easy. Well, so you take the quiz. Take right? the quiz. The quiz kind of gets the, gets an idea of your style, what you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, what will look good on your face. Yes. You know? That is they huge. even have a little a little feature that you can you can do a try on with your phone. With the, with the with, visuals. With the visuals, yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, before you even get the glasses, before you get the free home try-on, yeah. you can digitally try the glasses on right there in the comfort of your home so that way you know which ones that you should pick for your five to come home and try on in real life. IRL. Yes, and then they come in and I'm able to try them on, show them off right. to the wifey because she has a definitely... She's uh, going to let you know what she thinks. She's going to let me know. Yeah, she's going to uh, tell you if you look good or if you look foolish. So that's the benefit. You don't have to commit. Or you can ask your friends. Or you can ask your homies. You look good. You look great. Thanks. I like your glasses. I like yours. I like your choices. You look smart. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Well, thank you. And you know what? Another thing. They don't just look good. They feel good, too. Yeah. I mean, these, these feel like some... This is quality. Yes. It's not just, I'm not going to sit on it and break it this, you know, five seconds after I take it out of the box. And you are a critic when it yeah. comes to quality. So try out Warby Parker's free five day home trial. You get five pairs of glasses to try out for yeah. free for five days. It is completely free. free. When we say they're not going to charge you a penny to try these glasses, they're not going to charge you a penny. Not you at all. Five pairs of glasses to try out. Five, five days to figure out what you like, what you don't like. And then you know what? After those days are over, you put it back in the box with the prepaid shipping label. You oh. even, you're you not coming out of pocket at all for this experience. All you're doing is experiencing quality glasses in the comfort of your own home. Exactly. So try five pairs of glasses right now. Just visit warbyparker.com slash enjoy. And, and enjoy you some glasses. You can enjoy some Warby Parkers. That's right. Exactly. Enjoy looking good. Now let's get back to the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> right. But that's. Like, it, I'm sure yeah. there's another world or another universe of me who didn't have swag, didn't have charisma and could be dressing crazy, didn't have my hair right and didn't have like, you know, like a, a way of dressing that I could be an un, can, deemed an unattractive man. And so I just think oh. like I just think like there's a whole industry of of makeovers of like, hey, you know, if you cut your hair this way or if you dress a certain way like i think you can beautify yourself but right yeah, but, but to that point part. i would say yeah i was like to that point i would say i'm not becoming attracted to you i'm becoming attracted to what you are now molding yourself into to fit what i probably like right like if you're if you're a slim woman and you get a butt job now all of a sudden guys who like big butts might be attracted to you if you know you are a woman who's normal size and maybe there's guys that are into bbws and then you put on some weight now they're gonna like you as a bbw versus you know before when you were normally built they didn't like you so i would i i, I see your point 100 percent, but i would argue that at that time when you start to transform yourself you're conforming to what i want you to look like not what you actually look like yeah I, I hear you, Los. I just also think, too, like, yeah. isn't that what we all are? Is just like an, a, a combination of experiences and molding who we are and what we like and our taste and our taste grows and evolves. Yeah. I don't think somebody is Naturally, the same. Though. What? Naturally? Naturally, though. Yeah. Not when someone's like, 
I'd like you to gain weight. I'd like you to cut your hair. I'd like you to wear less makeup or, you know what I'm saying? What's the difference of doing mm. that and in, in, in expressing how you emotionally like to handle things? I guess it just, you mm. just view the other one as superficial. In a way. No, I think I just, yeah. I, oh, okay. Go for it, JD. I, yeah, I think in a way, and I, I think when it comes to communicating and so the emotional side of things, let me, let me gather it all. Hmm. I know it's a juxtaposition okay, because of the, the I, people, I guess it's like a faux pas to talk about changing physical features, but I, I think it's the same as emotional. That's, it's a good hmm. point. I, I'll just go personal. Yeah. I know it didn't work for me in past relationships when it came to communicating. So I knew I had to switch it up. I'm just trying to figure it out if I, if it was a timing situation where I switched it up and met Shay, or I met Shay and really switched it up, catering to her and our dynamic. Mm. And I'm, that, that's where I'm like literally thinking out loud. I haven't really processed it. But that's I know for good. me, you know, just, to, you know, as you're bringing it personal, I know for me, like the way that I would handle conflict doesn't work with Chan. And I knew that if I had to, if I wanted to make this work, there's certain changes that I had to make in myself to make this work. I, I guess I'm, I'm, I guess it's not, I, I understand the thinking of like, Oh, if for instance, here we go. I had bald hair my entire life. When I got with Shan, she wanted a man with hair. I grew my hair. Me growing my hair was a beneficial to our relationship. Obviously, she was trying to still be with me, but she is more attracted to me with the hair. And so I, I, I think that like that is an example of me creating a physical feature that I know that my wife would like. Just the same as like me being like, you know what, let me change the way that I handle conflict emotionally so that we can actually, you know. Yeah. I have a question for you, Jared. To Maybe. your point there. Um, so the re I, I would, I think that I, I might've found a flaw in this, in this, uh, in this argument, so to speak, because I remember at a time you weren't having sex with Shan because of her pregnancy. So would that prove the, you know, is that something that we could look at in this scenario or was that, was that a physical thing or was it a pregnancy thing? I guess is the question I have to ask we, before I explore that thought. Well, let me just say that first, that's a very sensitive area, but I want to, I want to make something clear okay, that we were having sex. I, I just think that oh, okay. in that process, like the, I me mean, us acting, actually having sex while she was pregnant was, was difficult for me. Um, but I, we still yeah. did, you know what I mean? There was still a devotion there. Um, but at the same yeah. time, that is a, that was a physical response, not an emotional response because we would be having sex and the baby would kick and it was, it, it was something that I had, a okay, min okay, I had to get you, over, you. you know what I mean? But that, I think okay. that so actually, that, that, goes that actually in, doesn't, I would say that doesn't go with what I was thinking then because it was more a thing of what's physically happening within the pregnancy and not because of the other, the outside things. Well, it's, that so. is physical though. If, if she wasn't pregnancy oh, and I wasn't physically feeling the baby kick, I think that us having sex right. would be still, you know, it was, it was still, it would still be, ha I mean, it would, it would be enjoyable for me, but in my head, I'm like, I'm literally having yeah. sex 
this is going to sound crude, but my daughter's sitting on my, no, my, I, <laughs> my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know so, exactly what you're thinking. So it was, it was a, okay. it was a mental barrier, so but it didn't different. limit us. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, that's different from I, the thought process I was going down. So sorry to bring that I think, up. Uh, I, I think Jared, uh, going back to, you know, you grew your hair out for Shen. And the emotional side of things and, and changing the way you can communicate. I remember asking myself, am I doing this for the girl that I'm with? Or am I doing this because I need to, no matter what partner I have, <laughs> to, to be, you know, a better communicator all around? Because even my family was telling me, you know, you communicate this way and it matched with what an ex would say. So I think going back to the, the emotional side and can you teach it and, and what's the difference between changing that or changing your appearance to the physical side i don't know the the physical side just sounds either really vain or really submissive flashbacks of orlando with yeah the word but it's a it's it is an ugly truth <laughs> yeah it's it, it is an ugly truth um you know but even like the the people on the internet you know shan posted a picture of me recently where i had bald hair and then i had long hair and she said what jared do you like more and everybody said the one with long hair so i i i do think that um it 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 is an ugly truth uh you know and it's something that even down to when I was modeling, I got more jobs when I had long hair than when I had the Afro. So it's, it's just one of those things where I think it's okay to adjust your physical features to attract more mates and I, and I, or to attract your partner more. Um, it's an ugly truth. Yes. It's vain. Yes. Is it very, you know, superficial? Yes. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm team like, do what you got to do because this is you only have one life you know what i mean just because people deem it as vain but you you look better <laughs> you know what i mean you look yeah. you look it, it's so it's just i think it gets to a point where i know you brought up like the surgeries and like you know people getting bigger asses like i think that may be something that's tough but at the same time it's like you know uh I, who am i to judge on somebody who doesn't like a feature on themselves and they want to they want to do cosmetics to it Mm. so yeah. again the, you know what, the what's interesting is, is i've oh. Sorry, i was gonna say real quick um and i've even i saw it in the comments a, a few times but i know i've heard from female friends of mine and some women uh some women in the comments are saying the same thing where um initially they're not physically attracted to a man and then once they get to know him a little bit he has a sense of humor he can you know have carry a deep conversation etc cetera, etc cetera. All of a sudden, they start to find themselves uh, physically attracted to him, and I don't think I've ever experienced that where I wasn't initially attracted to a woman, and then the more I got to know her, the more I became physically attracted to her. I've had it to where I wasn't physically attracted, and then when I got to know a woman, um, I was like, "Oh wow, like we can be, you know, solid ass friends, and you know, have a great friendship." But I've never had personality flip me onto sexual attraction have y'all ever experienced that to where you've initially been attracted to the personality and then the personality flipped you to the sexual attraction as well for sure for sure really yeah that happens often um for me you know um there's times where i won't initially be attracted to somebody 
and um, I get to know them and they have like either, you know, they just have like a sexy way that they view the world um, that just like turns me on. And so I, I definitely have been swayed by somebody's emotional intelligence or social intelligence to me to be like, you know what? I, I think I can be attracted to this person. Um, uh, and, and there's been times where I've been physically attracted to somebody and then not get to know them. And then their personality kind of turns me off. That I've experienced that I have experienced on a few occasions. Yeah. I, I have had the emotional connection first that turned into physical as well. Rare, but I have, have I have had yeah. a couple. Uh, so again, just the question, and I guess we can do a final thought for this one, maybe move it on. Is sexual compatibility <coughs> oh, get these fucking headphones. Is sexual compatibility more important than emotional compatibility in a relationship? What survey says? Mm. Oh, uh, emotional compatibility for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, in a relationship, I'm yeah. gonna say it is more important to be emotionally compatible because like Jared said, we can change our outward appearance. Um, and while I know that we can change our emotions as well, I don't, damn it. See, now I'm, I, I honestly, no, I don't know. I'm flip-flopping <laughs> back and forth. I don't, I don't know. I, I really can't, I can't call it. Cause as soon as I'm about to say you can change the outward, I mean, you can change the inside, you know, you can change your emotional compatibility as well. If you work on it, like you can, you know, like you guys say, you can understand that person's love languages and, you know, learn what makes them happy, what, you know, how to communicate when they're sad. So, man, I, this is a hard ass question for me to, to take a side on. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe by the end of the episode, I'll be able to I take, take a side. A, take a emotional. Yeah. Emotional is number one. I think, you know, looks are fading. You're going to you're going to grow old. And you're not going to be attracted to each other anymore. You know, that's what I mean? true. Okay, so, that's true. That's and the true. thing that's, that's going to hold us together is the the emotional side. Like the emotional compatibility is so important. You know, uh, and and so Jared I, just sold me. Hey, there it is. I'm, I'm team emotional now because I, I actually forgot that we get old. And that <laughs> we don't stay looking like no, this. This is like forever. right now. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Bro, right this second. What's, yeah. But no, you're right. If if you want the thing to to last, I think you're right. You you need that emotional compatibility because, yeah, that looks will fade, but um, emotionally, you, you know, when the looks go, what's going to hold you together? So, yeah, good and point. Here's there. another way too, Los, to, just to think about think about when you're in a relationship and your partner does something really nice and sweet for you. Hey, hey, come in here. Let me tell you something. Your name is Mud. Okay, no, it's not. But your drink should be mud. Mud water, that is. What's mud water, you ask? Have you been living under a rock? <laughs> mud water is a coffee alternative with four adaptogenic mushrooms and ayurvedic herbs. And we all know how much I love mushrooms and herbs. They're the best, right? It has a seventh of the caffeine of a cup of coffee. You get energy without the jitters, the anxiety feeling, the crash, all the negatives of coffee out the window. All the positives, the alertness, the energy in your cup with the mud. That's right. So what's in mud water? Well, let me tell you, each ingredient that's in there is there for a reason. They're not just throwing random stuff in the mud water. No, 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 no. If it's there, 
It's there for a purpose, right? We got cacao and chai for mood and a microdose of caffeine. We got lion's mane for alertness. You know you love some good lion's mane. Come on now. Lion's mane mushrooms. Woo! Good stuff. Cordyceps. For you to help support your physical performance. You got to get... Come on now. Let's get physical. Physical. Come on now. Chaga and Rishi to support your immune system. That is important right now. There's a new variant every other week. Strengthen that immune system. Coffee ain't strengthening your immune system. No, sir. No, it's not. It's not doing it. Mud water is. You got turmeric for soreness because, look, we all are active people, right? You're strengthening your immune system. You're upgrading your physical performance with the cordyceps. So now you got to have a little turmeric maybe to help with the soreness, right? You're coming down from the gym. You got a little soreness, but you're a little tired. Guess what? Drink some mud water. (laughs) Now you got your energy and you got a little soreness relief. Can you beat it? I don't think you can. And don't forget the cinnamon for antioxidants. You love a little cinnamon. Come on now. Hey, cinnamon. How you doing? Love some cinnamon. Get them antioxidants in you. Now, my favorite thing about mud water is probably, hmm, if I had to pick, because there are so many good things about it. I like the taste. I'm not a big coffee taste person, not unless I dump a ton of sugar in it. And that's not good for me. I don't need that. That's not good. So with a little bit of mud water, I get some great chai taste. I love a good chai tea, but I get the alertness that coffee provides me. That's the best of both worlds as far as I'm concerned. Now, another great thing about mud water is it is Whole30 approved. It's 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, and kosher certified. It's good for everyone. Everybody can get in on this action. Everybody should be sipping the mud. Mudwater's also launched a new evening ritual called the Rest Blend. You know, the Rest Blend is a non-caffeinated tea that just promotes calmness, relaxation, and rest. Because the best morning ritual starts the night before, right? Right, imaginary friend? You you love mud water. You drink it all the time with me. We drink mud water all the time, me and my imaginary friends. We love it. I mean, well, at least I do. They, okay, all right. Anyways, you go to mudwater.com slash enjoy, support the show, and use the code for 15% off. You're going to love the taste. You're going to love what it does for you energy-wise. And I think that is probably the best alternative to coffee that I've come across. Um, like I said, it gives me all the energy of coffee without the crash, without the jitters. And I think that's something that everybody can get behind. A little mud water in your cup. Come on now. You know, where it's like an act of kindness or active service in a love language book. But think about when, you know, um, they just come in and give you a, a massage or they come in, you know, rub your head. You've had a long day or they, they do something that you're like, I've been putting this off. I haven't had time to do it. They do it for you. Or it's like, hey, babe, I booked us a trip. Let's go here. None of that is physical. You know, that's all emotional. That's all emotional connection. That's all like, a, again, a, a different way to show your love. So for me, I'm, I'm also team emotion. However, the, the next question was, what is more important, physical attraction versus mental attraction? And there's no word relationship attached to this. So I guess it's, it's subjective, depending on what we're looking for. However, maybe we can spin it in the sense of, I know we just concluded with, you know, emotional is more important than physical compatibility. But as far as attraction goes, there's a lot of times we can be, you know, mentally attracted to each other. But if that physical is not there, you know, it's, it's kind of back to that. What are we doing here? You know? Yeah, I guess it just depends on if we're talking about an, a, you know, real hoping for a long-term relationship or a marriage, or if we're talking about, you know, 
just friends with benefits or something like that. Um, if we're talking, you know, friends with benefits or fuck buddies or something like that, I'd 100% say physical. But if we're talking about a long lasting, you know, relationship, 100% it has to be emotional. I'm, so I've been sold I by guess, you and Jared. <laughs> I guess, by the way, Jade, we have to reset or? Oh, um, we'll wait until my camera goes out and then and then we'll I'll reset it. Okay. Then we'll know. I think, <laughs> I think it's at 28. Um, I guess here's the, because as I asked that question, I, it sounds redundant, but here's a better way to put it. What if you're really, really, really attracted to someone's, thanks for coming out. <laughs> I live in the loudest block in LA. Um, what if you're really attracted to uh, someone's mental, right? The emotional part and, and, and all of that, and that connection, that bond. What if you're just not physically attracted to them anymore? Or not enough, I guess, to stay in it. What do you do? Mm. Is that where they just friend zone or what? Uh, so you open that relationship up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, bro. Too soon. Um, <laughs> um, JD, let me repeat the question back to you. Make sure I heard it. My brain's foggy, but um, you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship and you're emotionally attracted to the person but not physically right i guess let's, let's let's go before the relationship part let's say you're you're dating someone and the mental connection is there you vibe with this person this person you're like man this i can see myself being best friends with her him um and everything is there but the physical what do you do um and, and, and sorry, so more, more context. You've had sex. It's good, just not great. It's, it's, it's really good. It's not the best. It's not even top 10. And you're like, damn, like everything else checks off. Do I just take it on the chair? And let's just go just monogamy for like that sake as well. Yeah. I think that that's, uh, you have to measure out if this person one is open to criticism about the way they perform in the bedroom. Um, because like I said, I think that it's, it's, it's easier to explain what I like in the bedroom to fix than it is for me to explain how I, how a person emotionally responds. Um, or emotionally can attract attach to me. Is it so? Is it though? I think so, but I again like mm. I, I I also married somebody who studies sex and relationships, so the language is built in. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, you're yeah. Playing but at the same time, like I just think like we make it so hard to advocate for what we want in the bedroom, and I don't think it should be that hard. But I I, I could That's be. How far you live from me? <laughs> I could be wrong though. I, I really, I really could be wrong. I mean, I haven't been in the dating world in a long yeah. time. So I, I mean, well, Jared, let me ask you this outside of Shan and JD, same question for you. I guess we can all answer this. Um, what's been easier for you to um, explore with your partners, <clears throat> teaching them or informing them what you like sexually or um, informing them what you need or what you like emotionally? And I mean, if you've had those conversations. Sexually. Um, Great question. Yeah. I think that's the title of the episode, by the way. Sexually. 
mm. sexually for me because I I think that there's uh, Out, outside well, of actually, Shen, Jay, right? I, I, exactly, exactly. Outside of Shen, yeah, sexually. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah, sexually for me, I I I think that in I am a probably a different case because in when I was dating or when I was having sex with with people when I was single. I didn't have the language to describe my emotional downfalls, but mm. I was able to describe what I like, you know, in the bedroom. I was able to, yeah. you know, uh, if somebody was moving too fast, I was able to say, hey, you know, let's let's take a little slower. Or, you know, um, I was able to describe like the way that I liked something in the bedroom a lot easier than I was able to describe how I wanted someone to speak to me when they're angry. Mm. Yeah, that's that's good. I I second that. I I just know it's it's been difficult for me trying to explain or express to someone I'm sexually active with how I would like things to be different without them getting offended or taking it too personal. So where now it's like they come from a defense standpoint. Yeah. And that, that yeah. is a tricky road to, to, to walk yeah. on. You know, I, I always, I always, you know, I guess if, if there was advice to give somebody, if they wanted something different in the bedroom, yum, don't yuck them, you know, tell them when they do something mm. correct. You know, I love when you slow lick on this side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like I hate when you fast list lick on this side. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. So I just think like I think there's a way to approach it, um, especially with a partner. You know, with the partner, it's like yeah. we're trying to do this stuff together. You know, I, I would hope that they would want my pleasure to be a priority, you know, um, and if they are not. Mm open to receive physical critic criticism when it comes to the bedroom, then they damn sure are probably going to be tough to, 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 to get into the emotional yeah. side. So, uh, this may need to be edited out, but oh, can we talk about the Rachel, uh, bachelorette with Shan thing? Yeah. 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 That's already aired. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So to that point, there Let's was fill me in. Okay, so there was a situation, Jay, help me out here, I don't want to butcher anything, but there's a situation where um, there was a woman on Chan's podcast, and she was basically, from what I heard, saying, I can't be perfect or amazing at everything. There are going to be some departments I'm just not the superwoman in. Sexually is probably one of those departments, and I'm okay with that. And if he's not, that's okay too. So I bring that up, Jay. Oh, God, this echo. I bring that up, Jay, because... I don't know how I feel about that because it does it sound just like I mean yeah you're addressing your weaknesses and your strengths but does it also kind of sound like and I That's don't really it. care to learn or get yeah. better you know I, you know yeah I I I I I struggled with that episode in particular because it sounded to me like your pleasure is not a priority to me. And it's kind of what I heard too. And and if we flip that, if the man was saying that to the woman, hey, I'm not into sex right now and I don't care. You're just gonna have to deal I come with fast. it. Tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the, the women would be singing a different tune than they sang for Rachel, right? 
And so um, I think that there's seasons, right? Like if you're in a season where you're like, hey, I'm just not into sex right now. But as long as we both acknowledge that this is a season and not a lifetime, then I'm good with that. Right now, Shan's in a season right now, you know, Uh, um, there's there's stuff happening in her body right now and she's not down to have sex right now. And Mm -hmm. it's struggle for me. I'm not gonna lie. But it's one of those things where it's like it's it is what it is right now. I have to just be a supporting partner. And I understand that Shan at the root of it prioritizes my pleasure right now. It's about her right now. So it's just a season. I will admit what, what happens when it's not a season. I was gonna say I will admit I did I did get the impression from Rachel that it was a season through that conversation. Mm. I didn't get the impression that it was like tough shit, man. I don't want to have sex, <laughs> and that's it. I I did not get that yeah. impression. But if it was that impression, um, I think she was more so saying like, "There's a lot going on in my life right now, and you know we have a great relationship and we have a great emotional connection, but." Right now, I just, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I'm tired and I don't want to have sex. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Los, anything on that one? Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I forgot what the original question was because we moved around so much. Can you hit me with it one more time? So, or was it just, just how, what happens if, you know, you have your partner who's saying, you know, I'm good at everything else, but this one department, yeah, I really struggle in. I'm that's aware of it. I've heard um, you be aware of it, and that's just kind of how it's going to have to be. Take it or leave it. Yeah, I I struggle with that as well because to be aware of a flaw, to identify something that you know is a weakness, um, and not only is it something that's a weakness, but it's something that can impede on your relationship and your growth with your partner to leave it unaddressed if it's not just a seasonal thing and to just say, you know, well, <laughs> that, that doesn't sit right with me. Um, and that, that can be whether it's sexually, emotionally, whatever it is, but just uh, anytime that if I'm able to, to self identify that I, that I have an issue that's going to impact our relationship and I'm not willing to work on it, that that's a red flag to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's seasonal, I get that. That's a, that's, you know, we all go through that. We all have times in our lives where we're not feeling this, we're not feeling that. So it's, you know, it's a no go for a little while, but that's different from just being like, yo, I suck at communication or I, I suck at sex. Tough shit. Like get better. <laughs> yeah. Well, it comes to a point where it's, it's kind of ignorant, right? Cause you're like, yeah. no, I bit. know. But it is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. It's very ignorant. It's very selfish. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. saying Rachel. Hopefully it's just seasonal. Hopefully. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm sure it's probably just a seasonal thing for her. I'm sure, yeah. like Jared said, she's yeah. got a lot going on in her life. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it. I mean, I'm currently in a season where I'm not having sex. So, you know, it happens. Yeah. All right. Well, those. Are you are you familiar with uh Kadeen, I think her, I think Kadeen and Duvall, I could be butchering their name right now. Hmm. No. Uh, so I what think, do they do? Um, they, I think, I know they have a podcast hmm. and uh, there was a viral clip that went crazy where he was like, 
hey, you, she was talking to his wife. He's like, why did you pressure me into monogamy if my sexual drive is too much? Because she doesn't want to have sex as much as him. And he's like, why, mm. why did you pressure me into monogamy if I'm too much? You knew what it was before. So, you know, and she was just like, well, I didn't pressure you into monogamy. And she, he was like, you know, you did. <laughs> so it was a, it was an interesting conversation because, uh, and I want to ask you guys, like, if we are in a situation, oh, someone says he's an actor. Uh, oh yeah. So, so I did it right. All right, cool. Uh, Kadeem and Duvall. Um, uh, so mm. it, I guess there was a scenario where he was just asking her, like, why do you want monogamy if you don't want to have sex every time I have sex? Is that fair? Or do you think he was kind of wrong for that? Hmm. I see his point, but at the same time, he, he chose to be monogamous. Like she may have requested or pressured or whatever, but at the end of the day, you can ask me a thousand times to do something. I'm the one that has to do it. So I get what he's saying as far as like, you know, you know that I have this high sex drive and I, you know, I need to have sex two, three times a day or whatever it may be. Um, but just as much as she knew who he was, he knew who she was. So it's, you know, it goes both ways. Like, yeah, she may have pressured you into monogamy, but you knew who she was. You knew that she was a monogamous woman and that she wasn't going to want to be with somebody who's having multiple partners. So if <laughs> monogamy didn't work for you, why'd you sign up for it? Yeah, I think I think the the in the podcast where, where it was coming from was like they were having sex pretty frequently and then they had kids and it's just stopped or slowed down a, a, a lot. Mm. So, um, yeah. Well, you, were they having sex with each other frequently or were they having yeah. sex with? Other yeah, people yeah. Frequently. No, they were monogamous. They weren't like in a any in uh, open relationship or anything. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really buy that from him as much. Especially like now, you got. I don't know. I, that yeah. Again, it's just kind of to me. My mind goes like this works both ways, right? Like, sure, you may have felt pressured into monogamy, but at the same time, you knew what she liked as well so it's hard for me to be like yeah he's he's right because there's two sides of every coin right and so just as much as you may not have wanted to be monogamous once you had the kids she damn sure didn't want you having multiple partners when she had kids with you so you know you you both entered into to so contracts i guess in a what's way. the solution more sex I don't know. so it, it, so is it on her <laughs> Um, man. Yeah, it's it's. I'm, I'm cornering you right now, Los. <laughs> you are. No, you are. You 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 are cornering me. I. Damn. That's. I mean, yes and no. Yeah. Fuck. Yes, she needs to have more sex with him. But uh, maybe maybe there's things that he maybe there's stuff that he needs to do to allow that to happen. Hey guys, March is almost here, and you know what that means. Business is booming. That's right, folks. I know your online business is going crazy because online shopping isn't slowing down anytime soon. So how does your business keep up the pace? You know, how do you know that you're keeping track of all your orders through any sales channel? How do you easily find the best shipping carrier with deeply discounted rates? How do you automate 
Just about any shipping task with just a few clicks. You want to know how? ShipStation. That's how. ShipStation is the most important part of our merch process. We love ShipStation and enjoy the podcast because it's, for one, it saves us money on shipping. Two, it saves us time because we don't have to go to the post office. And I know nobody likes the post office. I hate it. No, but seriously, who wants to go to the post office and go running out buying stamps, standing in line, just dealing with just the chaos that is the postal service? You don't have to anymore because with ShipStation, you get access to deeply discounted rates. You get access to... All the best postal carriers, whether it's UPS, the United States Postal Service, whoever it may be, ShipStation is going to offer you great rates that are going to be easy to access and will save you time and money. Who doesn't want to save time and money? I love saving time and money. You love saving time and money. You have a small business. Why aren't you using ShipStation? It literally couldn't be any simpler. Why are you going to the post office? Why are you wasting your time? Get ShipStation. With ShipStation, you get to ship more in less time and for less money. And so I know you're probably wondering, Los, how do I get this deal? This is a great deal. I need in. Well, guess what? I got you. It's very simple. Use our offer code ENJOY. You get a 60-day free trial to them, access to all their carriers, all their discounted rates. You know, you just really can't beat it. That's two months of free, stress-free, hassle-free shipping. So let's go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of their page, type in enjoy, and it's that simple. ShipStation, baby. Make ship happen. Hey, you know, I, don't, your shit, I guess Lose. there could be more to it that, that we're not that we don't that we're not privy to. Maybe he needs to get her in the mood. Maybe he needs to help out more around the house so she feels like she has more energy to be sexy yeah, for him. Talk that so shit, it, Lose. I, I think there's more to it just than the simple like you pressured me into monogamy. Now you have kids. We're not having sex. Like there's a reason that you're not having sex after the kids when before you were having a lot of sex. Yeah. Talk and that shit. I'm guessing. Thank you. I shout. I'm guessing it's because <laughs> she probably doesn't have the energy. Or she probably doesn't feel sexy or something. So there's something that I would say he could probably do, whether it's making her feel more sexy, helping out more, giving her more free time. So she has more energy. I just feel like there's something there that, that he's probably missing. And I'm sure that there's going to be some red pill people that find their way into our comments and call me a simp for this. Hey, fuck them, man. They don't have it figured out. <laughs> oh, no, they're fun. I like them. Takes uh, all types, man. JD, Takes all types. You got any thoughts? Uh, no. <clears throat> I was listening to you guys. I, it's it's not, not you guys. I had an email I had to okay. respond to, and I had to think about some stuff for next week. Uh, um, oh, I, I would say this. Actually, I, I do have something. Oh, there it is. Is that guy's last name Hardison? Kadeem <coughs> Hardison? I don't know. <coughs> oh, boy, from... Uh, Show him on the screen. Let me see. This guy? I can't see. I, I, I don't know what's happening right now. I, that, that guy, guy is not having sex. That guy does not that look... That, is that like the 90s, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just what he, he was... He was um, he was from. Uh, I need a recent picture, bro. Show. He was from a show. Give me a recent a picture, man. I don't know who that guy was. A, not really a good. Word, <laughs> totally different. No. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> um, That's I'll what say, got. <laughs> I would say. I would say this. Hold on, my eyes are watering. Um. <laughs> 
So in that particular scenario, I think that to Los's point, there is a duty on his part to figure out why the sex changed. You know, they just had kids. That changes things. It changes the, the dynamic of the relationship. Um, there's consequences to that. And, you know, there needs to, he needs to figure out one, what is it about her turn on trigger that's not getting hit? Is it that she is overworked because she's the one looking out for the kids all the time? Is it because she doesn't feel like she has a life anymore? Is it because, you know, there's a lot of other things. However, I do think that there is a responsibility on her part to also swift through what changed in her. Um, because yeah. there has to be an understanding like, like um, there's an obligation to your partner, especially in a monogamous relationship to fulfill those type of needs, especially if we're married. And so I think that it's, it's kind of like what we were just talking about. If she was sitting there saying, all right, my sex drive dropped. That's it. Deal with it. You better just watch porn and masturbate. I think that sucks. Like <laughs> that's disheartening, you know, yeah. because he didn't sign up yeah. to be in a relationship to just watch porn and masturbate. He signed up to make love to his wife. And so um, I think that there there is a duty on both parts to figure out how to fix this area of their relationship, because I'm sure it is important to her, even though that she doesn't desire it right now. I'm sure it is important if she imagined her life with how many kids that she has, she imagined to still be able to be making love to her, to her husband. I, I, I assume. Talk your shit, Jerry. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well said. That's yeah, That was very well said. Uh, yeah. Good job. Talk your shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get a bomb? I was talking some shit. Why did I, I get know. A bomb? <laughs> i'll take, so you I'll take guys, where, where do you guys want to go from here anywhere um does there uh, is there a question 40, from, oh. yeah we gotta go a little bit a little bit oh, longer wow. um yeah. maybe there's a question from the audience let's, let's that, check out some uh, maybe say, they, let's see what yeah. the audience is saying um like where what do you want us to talk about now jd real quick while they're swift flipping through that um yeah. Do you think that there is a space for men who are as sexually free as the hard or soft podcast to exist? In what? Mm. Just in general? Yeah. Like, is that is 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 there space in today's age to accept and to hear from men that are that sexually free because essentially they are the men version of horrible decisions. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I, I, I remember I was thinking about this last night. I was like, I wonder if there's a space for this because, Oh, I'm getting the echo from your thing. Oh, there you go. Um, I was wondering, I was just thinking to myself, like, I wonder if there's a space for this because we lost subscribers from that episode. (laughs) Did we really? Yeah. And that episode tanked. Like people, like there was a group of people who loved it, and there was a group of people that were just kind of like, "Ah, this was a little too I'll be far honest, for I was me." Su- I was surprised because I went. I usually wait a day before I go into the comments, and I thought I was going to go into the comments, and it was just going to be like 
400 comments and just crazy and it's not it's like crickets and i i gotta be honest i was shocked me too. i thought that was gonna be i thought that people if they didn't love it i thought at least they would like kind of eat it up and i think maybe to your point i don't know that a man being that open with his sexuality and being that honest about it is something that's really looked at favorably yeah um, it's interesting it's very interesting and it's telling about society right right it, it's so interesting to me oh who's calling me ah. they calling me Why? they calling me all right uh sorry y'all is that did i fuck up my audio no, you're good. Um, can you hear me no you're, yeah, good. you're good i can okay. still hear you fine okay cool. um yeah, no, it, it was really interesting to me. And to your point, it is very telling. I think two things that, that I think we instinctively as straight men, right, or as, as cis men, whatever the damn term is now, um, the instinctive thing that I think most men, I don't know how most women will look at it, but I think most men, when they see an Orlando, they think, oh, he's gay, right? Like, or at least that's bi. where, or at least by. And gay or especially by black men there's not a lot of space for them to exist outwardly um i mean they are i i rarely see them celebrated um more than anything else I, i'll see them you know vilified and uh looked down upon by women in general and just by society in general i yeah. um, without really knowing much about that scene it's hard for me to explain why or what you know the reasons might be but i i definitely see that we look at uh yeah we we look at men like that and we just think like you know like, i, I guess saw, you're a dog or you're a hoe i saw people psychoanalyze him to say that he has a sexual addiction and he he's he's very insecure and that that's the reason why he's doing all this. And I said, I would be really annoyed if I worked my ass off to be because it's not easy to be a man and be that sexually free. It is you had to break a lot of chains to get there. And I would be very, very upset if I did the work and I'm comfortable enough with myself to do these type of things and know that and, and be comfortable in my sexuality to be able to do these things and, and be scrutinized by the world. And then the, they're judging me as somebody who's actually insecure and repressed, which is, it's, it's actually yeah. like, it, it was like a, a really interesting thing because when, when now let's take, let's compare them to a horrible decisions in the beginning, they were sharing right. wild sex stories, just the same as, as, as they are, you know? And, Mm. women crowded around them loved it and they gravitated and to they it. gravitated yes. to it and i find that men are like i don't want to look at this right um so it's just it's just very interesting it's very interesting well, to me and think? i actually i actually was shocked you know by e even some of our audience that were like this was too much you know what I mean? I think the. I, think I literally just lucky. read that in the comments. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, really?" Uh, yeah, I was. I, I was the, shocked. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the blood thing was was like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's one thing to have a dildo on your chin <laughs> was, and all that, but the blood thing. What was, kind of? Uh, what in the little Nas X? Yeah, it was a lot. But there's so, a there's a real fetish out there, and I I thought that like our 
our audience was is is like a, a custom to different styles of fetishes. Yeah, but and, bro, that's that's like a different. I don't know. And also, let's be sensitive to just the the health times that are right now. It's one thing for AIDS to look out for. Now we got COVID, and and just, I mean, there's so much shit, and it just sounded like. And I'm I'm not saying I felt this way, but maybe if I can. Yeah, yeah, articulate because yeah, audience. yeah, yeah. I I think it was a situation where it's like, bro. Even if you're down like this, that's cool. But like in today, right now, it might not be a good look to be this free sexually when there's so much going on health wise and safety wise. Mm. Um, yeah, I can feel that. As far yeah. as far as the um, insecurity thing, what I read from a comment was someone I think said, "I bet you Orlando was like the nerd in school, and then he turned into this like overly confident sexual being." I didn't see the, the insecurity thing so much. I just think it's very threatening to the in that specific comment person. though that person said he was insecure like he, that's the reason okay. why he's quote unquote I, I taking think, revenge that they said in that comment. Yeah, I I just think that might be a projection from their standpoint. Mm. And I get there's sometimes people can be overly confident to master insecurity. We were sat next to him so we didn't get that vibe at all and maybe they were just you know through the screen doing what they could but i didn't get that I, I i could understand how he's been repressed sexually maybe for a while and he's like fuck this i'm living my best life i don't give a fuck what anyone says and good for him like you said you got to break a lot of chains to, to get to that point to answer your original question of um is there a space for men to be that free short answer is no and i think part of that reason is because we would be considered a hoe out here in these streets we'd be considered a slut out here in these streets someone who just wants to fuck without commitment so on and so forth yeah, we want Andy to too. we want the whole bakery jealous it's so interesting because that is the opposite of the programming that we're sold right like we're sold oh if a man has a lot of sexual partners he's just a player or he's like right. somebody who who is has a lot of women that at his disposal if a woman has a lot of sexual partners that I, I would think that the most of the people are going to call that person a hoe before they call a man who's sexually free. So yeah. I was I was like genuinely like, what? This is crazy to me. This is this is this is out of control. Like I'm not out of control. Let me take that back. I'm putting a lot more on it than I than I really was. But I, I found it interesting, you know, that there was a put there was a turnoff to how sexually free he was. Right. I, I I found that interesting. I found that like, man, I one thousand percent thought that people were gonna be like, we need more sexually free men. Bro, it's hard to wrap your head around all that is mm. what Orlando does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really really hard, and I'm not knocking it. Do yeah. your thing. Be as liberated and free as you want to be. Just be safe, right? But it's, I think, to our average, I mean, I understand the Shan component to it. However, that was, it was just extreme. Like, there was a lot and a lot, and it was like, boom, boom. But it wasn't just like the dick pic with the, you know, it was just like, it wasn't just the masturbating and coming. It was just like, he kept hitting you with all these, like, as I think a couple comments said, it'd be one thing just to leave it with, like, the dildo on your chin. He just kept going, you know, and I think to a lot of people, it's like, holy, well, shit, I wasn't ready for this. Someone said yeah. I need a disclaimer or a warning sign before they click the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that really, I think the, the, uh, 
I think the feedback that we got and um, just a lot of the comments are very telling that to Jared's question that no, there is not a safe space. There is not really a place for men to be this sexually open. Um, and again, to your point, Jared, as far as like the comparison of horrible decisions or with women in general, had a woman came on our podcast and said the things that she said, she would have been celebrated. It would have been, yes, this, so. yes, all this would have been happening. Maybe the blood thing so. still would have got some reaction, but all the other stuff, as long as she was being healthy and, you know, people felt like she wasn't putting herself, they would celebrate that shit. Mm. But so I, I, I do see a double standard there because I do think for one, I think black men are sexually repressed. I don't think that in probably just minority men in general, but I don't think that um, our communities allow us. Oh, you're his audio. Hear cut me? Out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Now we can hear you. I can't hear you now. God damn it. Um, really? I'll finish this and I'll try to reset this. But oh, okay. I don't think that we get the, the the space in our communities to be as open maybe as we want to be about what we like, um, what we don't like. And I think that sitting next to Orlando, I did not see a person that was insecure at all. Um, I saw a person who was very confident in himself. The man was wearing mantis. All right. Like. And a crop. You got to be confident to wear mantis and tell people that you're wearing them. Um, just the fact that he was able to comfortably share all his experiences in the manner that he did. I don't see really how you could look at that person and say um, that he's, you know, repressed or that he's any of the things that they were saying. I, I think if anything, I was happy that we got to have him on there because I think he represents a group of men. That's probably a lot bigger than we realize, for one. Um, and he represents something that I think is useful in society, and that's for a safe space for black men and men in general to be able to freely express what they like, what they desire sexually. And I don't think there's probably a lot of that around for us. So, yeah. Yeah. I think the difference between accepting and celebrating is I'm one I'm going to attempt to get my shit. You guys are talking about Oh, oh, wait. Oh, How about now, Los? I can't hear anything y'all are saying. I'm going to leave and come back in. I'm sorry, guys. So I was just saying, Los, I think there's a difference between celebrating and accepting. Yeah. You know, I think God. accepting is I accepted all that. Um, would I celebrate as free as he is sexually? I just think of like AIDS and STDs and forget about COVID, just like the normal sexual transmitted diseases that's where my mind went like mm. i'm i'm cool and open to a lot of those things not the blood thing uh and not the full fist it's fucking wild but you know i, I can accept it that it, it's, it's his speed and that's that's his realm and yeah do your thing it's just not for me and i, I think woman or man to celebrate someone who is I don't know. Maybe I'm old school and traditional. I, well, I'm just like I, I don't even think I don't, I don't even think you necessarily have to celebrate it, but I don't think that I don't think it was very widely accepted. You know, I think yeah. that a lot of people. Um, I'm sure we had some people that celebrated and accepted it, but I mean, to the comments and to Jared's point about us losing followers, I don't think a lot of people accept that this is something that men should be able to even talk about freely. 
You know what I mean? It, it seems like it's, I think people would be much more comfortable if men talked about that behind closed doors and weren't talking about it publicly. And that, I guess that's where I'm, where I'm going with that is that if this was a woman, it would be celebrated that she was outside talking about it. And because it's a man, to Jared's point, he's looked at as, you know, you're a freak or you're this or you're that. I don't think you necessarily have to celebrate it because there's plenty of things I don't agree with that I accept and I don't celebrate to your point, JD, but I don't right. know that he was even accepted. No, but, well, he it was it was a lot, uh, but I also don't think yeah, it was a lot. Women, it was a lot. <laughs> but I think I, I think, think men and women though for the accepting thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, I was just saying. I think a lot of times people they try to imagine themselves sure. doing yeah. what they're what he's doing, and that's not that's, yeah. that's not that's not the way. Like we wouldn't watch a race car driver and be like. That there's a lot of crashes that can happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's a professional. Yeah. He's driving that car. Yeah. He does it all the time. So, and 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 even go to 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 someone that is as sexually free as as Orlando or anybody else. Like this is their realm. This is what he does. So right. he, I'm I'm I, I think it's safe to assume, and I and I'm not the one having sex with him. But I would assume that if you're that sexually active. Sexual health is on the table, and that's something that he's that he's passionate about, and that he is. We can't assume we can only hope. But but but, but yeah. I'm I'm also going to the point of being like, but AIDS and this and that, and it's like, I think when I was very sexually active, I got tested every three months. I was uh, I was somebody who went and got tested. The sexual health conversation was something that we would have, and it's something that it's it is, but. This is his world. He goes to sex parties probably once a month or whatever the case he said. I don't remember what, exactly how many he said, but I would assume somebody who is active in that community definitely is active in sexual health as well. So I don't want, because I, like, I think people are like, well, I'm in a monogamous relationship. I don't get tested unless something pops up because I'm only having sex with one person. But if you're having sex with multiple people, I'm pretty, I, I know from firsthand experience, I am getting tested well, pretty you, often. You just, you, I understand your point. It just, so you're saying it's hard for people to say, well, I wouldn't think of a NASCAR driver as like, whoa, the risk of crash and all that. And then you say, I think of if I'm sexually active, I'm going to go get tested. So it kind of goes, you see what I'm saying? No, I'm saying me being sexually active when I was sexually active. I was getting tested. So I just think, I think like people are imagining themselves in that atmosphere. So like if you- That's a human natural emotion to have and like a knee jerk reaction, like why? Right, I'm not shaming, I'm not shaming anybody, but I'm hopefully giving you a perspective where you don't have to close your eyes because he's not going to crash. And even if he does, he's also prepared for that crash because he does this every day. Yeah. Have you guys seen uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw stand-up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Remember when he was saying, uh, this was back in the 80s when AIDS was really popular and all these other STDs. And he's like, uh, you know, popular? having sex is like, huh? AIDS was popular? <laughs> right. So he says, like, <laughs> sex is like rolling dice, right? And you like roll yeah. your dice, you have sex, you're like, oh shit, I got herpes. Okay, it's all good. I, I got my dick back. And you roll and you're like, oh, I got a burning sensation. Oh, it's all good. I got my dick back. And you roll and you're like, oh, I, I, I have a probably a serious thing and I'm butchering this skit that he did, but you get the point. And the last thing he rolled, he was like, fuck AIDS, you know? And it's like, you can only roll the dice so much. And even if you are, if you're protecting yourself, it's like a motorcyclist. 
what do they say? Majority of motorcycle accidents are not the actual person on the bike. It's the car that hit them around them. You can only control what's in your control. Someone could lie to him and say, yeah, I got tested. I'm good. Yeah, but But if even, they really want to have sex with him. But yeah. there's not like AIDS in the 80s is not what it is right now. Not now. Right. For sure. And so STDs, AIDS, I'm saying sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, they're not out here. No. They're not what they were, though. And that's the thing. I think our, our the way that they marketed it, right? And the way that they marketed it, like they're like a person who has AIDS and that is taking their medication, they could get off their medication yeah. for six months and never pass it on. Sure. Some it's sure. not as deathly or lethal as it was before. Um and also too, it's like like we 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 are for instance, the one that the one that SC does everybody is scared of is herpes, right? And that's everybody because, has it. And I was going to say, one of you know, three, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's a situation yeah. where it's like, yeah, if you don't subscribe to it, I totally understand. And like, you know, you're rolling the dice in, in your opinion, but like they're prepared for that. I, I, if you're, if it's like, if you're an adult, right, right. But if you're an adult and you yeah. get behind the wheel of a car, you understand yeah. that there is a possibility that you will crash. There is a possibility. And if the more times that you get behind that wheel, you increase your odds. And so, yes, I'm sure as a consenting adult, someone who is going to sex parties knows the risks that go there. And so I'm more so just being like, you know, you know, I have this quote, like, don't pick anything up that's not yours to carry. It's not it's not ours to carry his sexual health. That's his decision. And so um, I think that, yeah, I just think like. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel you and I feel the people that are so scared of the STD thing. But at the same time, if if you're not having sex with Orlando <laughs> and, <laughs> and and also if if you're if you're somebody who prioritizes your sexual health, I'm pretty sure you have nothing to worry about. And I was going like to say this right people, now. Um, go ahead, Jay. Really quick. I was going to say we're all sat here away from you because you're sick. Yeah. We could have shown up knowing whatever you have and you give it to us. Yeah. We're going to be all right. Yeah. So, but I still don't want it. No. <laughs> I still well, so, don't want but, the symptoms. I still don't want to get sick. So I choose to not yeah. participate in something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that and this, I'm glad you said that, JD, because it kind of, I can piggyback off it for what I was going to say. I think in general, people who are open sexually living those type of lifestyles, at least in my experience with the ones that I've, I've known, right? in general, they're more open and honest with their partners than a lot of times people who are in traditional monogamous relationships. Open um, and honest, and they're probably more aware because they get tested more frequently. Right. So to, to JD's point, Orlando would be the guy that told us, hey, don't come over. I'm sick. Whereas a monogamous relationship when you know when you have infidelity and things of that nature they're not communicating that to each other the guy that cheated on his wife or the woman that cheated on her on her boyfriend isn't going to say hey i cheated on you and i got a little itchy sensation going on down here now we probably shouldn't have sex you know what i mean they may go ahead and have sex with you anyways or they may just not have sex with you until they get it figured out but either way there's probably going to be some dishonesty in that communication whereas i would say you know, but even the past are, the dishonesty, I don't I, Maybe there's not dishonesty. I'm just thinking they might not even know because there's, an, ass, know. there's, a, there's an assumption. We're monogamous. Right. I'm only no, having sex exact, with you. Yeah. I don't need to be tested because I'm only having sex with you. 
So yeah, I, right. I, I think that there's like a, uh, uh, I think it's it's before it even gets to the point of like, I know I have something and I'm not going to share it. I think it's just a situation where like, I might even know, I might even know that I have something, yeah, you know? Um, I think the, the other thing though for Orlando, and I saw this in the comments and I was like, I totally subscribe to it. I think what that type of outlook on sex just totally negates the the actual bond of sex right it's like when we had an episode i forgot what it was and i was saying how oh our numbers and i was saying mine was lower because i i treated sex differently you know for yeah. me i had a lot of emotions attached to when i would have sex and for someone you know going to sex parties and stuff like that i, I don't think they value sex the way someone else would per se yeah, so but they, yeah. might, they might value something else yeah, but we're talking about yeah. sex. Well, I don't, I don't even think it's fair to say that somebody doesn't that they don't value it the same way. Yes, that's true. That's true. But that doesn't mean that they don't value it. You know, they could still value it. And I think that, um, yeah, I guess to Jared's point, maybe he values other things. You know, maybe they value some other department. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Well, I I, I think I <laughs> think it's it, it's it's a situation where yes, they're not gonna they're not gonna value it as this holy thing right that that i think right. you know somebody who has very minimal partners they're not going to value the sex the same way but at the yeah. same time they can still value each other you know a relationship is not all about just sex you know we can find bond and intimacy in other areas and a lot of times you know going back to what we said at the top of the episode like the emotional intimacy is more important sometimes than the physical yeah. intimacy um so like but I, he I obviously value sex yeah, right? but like, but not the same. It's, well, it's not the same as the way JD uh, JD right, holds it's it. It's not the same value system, but it may it may be just as important to him as it is to JD. It's just important in a different way. Yeah, right? but yeah. the the yeah. way that JD holds like sex to yeah. him is a completely different thing than the way yeah, yeah, yeah. that yes. that uh, right. Orlando or somebody who is as sexually free as Orlando holds to him. So I I think that it's it's where I go is that humans are complex and there's multiple ways to bond rather than just sex, you know? Right. And I think going back to what I was saying earlier, I think the emotional intimacy is sometimes, I think it's more important to build a bond and connection that place than it is the sexual place. So I, I, I'm like, I'm kind of torn, you know, like I, I feel, I feel what you're saying, JD. And I, I totally understand it and I hear it. I just also, I'm like, uh, he's well you made me think of something just now as far as in, in regards to our original question and it's making me more on y'all's side as far as um emotion emotional bonding is the stronger the more important of the two i guess and that is people don't go to emotional bonding parties right like you you have sex parties you don't have emotion you do parties. You do? Yes, there is. Put me on, because I don't know nothing about this There world. is, oh. and maybe it's not on the level of that, and uh, uh, as far as like, oh, uh, you're yeah. emotionally bonding like that, but there is okay. cuddle parties. Oh, wow. But that's still physical to an extent. That's still yeah. a physical touch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, but I get what you're saying, parties. because it's not sex-driven, <laughs> but it is 
you're looking for a physical touch. You're looking for some type of security that's delivered to you through physical contact. But what about, the, I'm talking about what about the the escorts that don't have sex? They just go out to dinner and they get talk their feelings out. Or you know, he was bringing up the dominatrix that was like that was just like there's not. I feel a, like that's a. I mean, look, I could be wrong, but I feel like that's a Hollywood trope. The escort that doesn't have sex. Like, okay. Who's paying for somebody to come hang out with them all night and they don't want to have sex? What if they dick don't work? Do they do that for? I don't know. I've never hired an escort in that regard. So what if, I mean, they, what if they dick don't work? There's a lot of people who just yeah, Fair either point. their dick doesn't work or they don't care that it doesn't work, and they're like, I just want some company. I'm alone. Oh, what I'll about therapy? That's emotional oh, bonding. Yes. But it's not oh, emotional it's not. party. It's not in the, like you don't go to emotional gangbangs. Doesn't happen. Hi. What about group therapy? <laughs> I guess maybe that's an emotional gangbang. <laughs> group therapy, aka emotional gangbangs. What about therapy the breath work? Not, We're doing it all together. That's not, em- not emotional bonding. Okay. Okay. With, yeah. No. You forget people are even on the the class with you. Hmm. Look, I, I mean, I guess I learned something new. Then I guess there is emotional parties. I've never been to at, one. At the end of the day, never even heard you of know, it. <laughs> Orlando, and, and again, it's, we don't think he was insecure at all. To each their own. I'm sure he's yeah. safe. I hope he's safe. I hope the people he uh, gives himself to or vice versa are safe. It was just a lot. And back to the, you know, is there a space for men like that? I don't think there's a space for men or women like that. To that degree. If we had a woman on saying the exact same thing as Orlando, Los, you think they would be celebrated? Nah. Much much more than he was. I don't think anybody would think think so. be like, girl, you. I think it probably would be and, and worse. And they'd be like, you got daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. They would be going at her. Yeah. You know, actually, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Because it's they, like, they, what they are you going, searching for that head. you're out here doing all that? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They, they'd be on her head, too. I got to retract that statement. They would all be on it. And I'm not, for the record, I'm not mad at the audience or anybody for feeling some type yeah, of way no, about no. that. Like, I get it. Like, it was a lot. And different yeah. strokes for different folks. Um, I guess yeah. I was, more than anything, I was surprised because I thought it was, yeah, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't, well, I didn't I'm, think. I'm surprised. I, I, I keep going, Lois, but I know. It's yeah, well, no, I, I guess I just, um, I forget how. I guess I, I we are a very uh, tame podcast in comparison. And I guess I just forgot how tame we are in comparison and how that could be alarming as fuck to somebody. So I, I, it wasn't, yeah, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm not coming off to the audience and like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I I was just more so just like, damn, I thought y'all were going to love yeah, it's It's interesting. It is, exactly. It's, exactly. it's what's more what it is. It's interesting. Because yeah. um, I remember, Jared, you and I both, when we were packing up, I was like, dude, that's probably going to be our biggest numbers ever. I literally said that to Jared, J.D. I was like, I think that episode is going to do more numbers than any episode we've had. Just because, and I guess that was just, you know, I was thoroughly entertained. I thought it was just, you know, from start to finish, I was fascinated by this guy's sex life. I mean, to, I, it, it made me realize. It was interesting. All those years, all those years I thought I was a freak. I, I, shit. I was just a slut. That's all I was. I wasn't a freak. I was a slut. Cause I ain't look here. I ain't doing nothing. They know none of this is happening. I'm not a unicorn. None of that. Blood. So. Fish. No. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. How old is Orlando? 
25? I would I think he was 20s, wasn't he? I did we even ask? I don't think I would guess he's, he's probably I'm guessing, yeah, 25. I'm guessing like 25, 26. And see, and that's the thing too, I think it's hard for at least me to wrap my head around because even though it's a 10 year gap, I think that's the Gen Z and the millennial gap to where they're just doing different shit. Yeah. And that's not necessarily right or wrong. We just know. And yeah, it's, it's just a lot. <laughs> JD. <laughs> I was like trying to think like, is that JD struggling, bro. It's just a lot. I mean, I listen, I, I get the sub thing. I guess I had subs before I knew they were subs back then. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I for sure had women that were for services. Um, and very good at them, by the way, but. I mean, I didn't call them subs, and I didn't title them as like, "Whoa, well, you can't build any type well, of emotion here." We're just gonna do. You're just the head giver. You're the. You're the. I was gonna say. I think. I, I think what he's doing might be might be healthier because to it's your more point, ethical. JD, <laughs> nah, well, it is. It is. It's very there's, ethical. There's, there's it's very healthy. Guidelines. Cause today, to it, yeah. Yeah. Because I I had the same type of situations as Orlando, but I didn't have the respect for her that he does. Yeah. Right. right. Like I I would I yeah. I felt that even though the nature of the relationship on uh, on the surface level when you hear when you hear subs you probably don't think that there's a lot of respect involved in the relationship right you probably just think of right. like this guy's running the show but the more he explained yeah. it the more that i i felt like okay there's sure. a level of respect here um whereas i didn't have that healthy like she was a freak that's all she was to me that she's to, to put yeah. it frankly and to be blunt about it. I would, if I was to describe her to my homeboys back now, I'd be like, man, I got this little freak bitch that just sucking me off mm -hmm. a couple times a week. That's how she would have been described. Right, there he is. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, like there's, there's definitely a level of respect there that wasn't there for my generation. Yeah. And, and, and there's also like communication. Like that's what I that's took away. Real. Like these subs yeah. can communicate the shit out of what they need, what they don't need, what they want, what they don't want, where the lines are crossed. Man. They they were like on the same level. I was like, good for them. But yeah, I mean, she picked up his girl from the airport. I was like, damn, I would have shit. I would have been able to pull that off. A lot of manipulation there, or great communication. It was one of the two. one or the other. <laughs> one of the two. I think it's safe to assume that it was communication. Yeah, I think so too. I do. Yeah, you know, um, well, shit, man. It's interesting. Good stuff, fellas. Good stuff. It's interesting. I, I got like a question for us. Oh, hit me. A question for us. Yeah. Would we do something like that again? Have them on. Well, just of that type of dynamic and not dynamic. Um, I think we should. They were great. Just, just that type of like conversation and yeah, uh, yeah, sure. I thought it was fun. I mean, if yeah. you look, if, so, if somebody's offended by it and they end up leaving us as a result of it, I I, you know I don't have any I don't have any regrets. And if if it's a situation where people saw that episode and unsubscribed, like you weren't our people, yeah. that's not that's not what encompasses no, yeah, yeah, enjoy yeah. the enjoy the podcast. Like we have yeah. seventy seven other episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So um, I, I, we're not here to marginalize or echo chamber anything just because we don't right. subscribe to it. I think that's kind of right. whack that like, oh, well, you had this guest. I had this perspective. So I'm hitting the unsubscribe like that's whack. We will have more people on that like that are talking that way. And if you don't like it, you're whack. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't even say you're whack. I would just say, hey, you know, just like blood sex isn't for me. Maybe enjoy isn't for you. 
Yeah. You know, but to Jared's point, this is that isn't all we do. We we talk about so much more that um, you know, if you don't like this episode, I guarantee you got one. We got one you'll like. Um, how did but, you, you know, guys people are, not you know, like lose your mind when he said the blood part? You guys were just like, "Oh, okay." Well, that I was heard crazier. That like, was my second funny. time hearing that story too. Bro, there's oh, okay. people that yeah. there's people that like to play with their shit when they're having sex. Like, yeah, Odell, I know. But <laughs> I wasn't sitting next to Odell when he was talking about that. <laughs> yeah, and, and also though. too, and people you have to realize like like I being married to Shan, I've been around and heard a lot of kinky yeah, kinks. True. So like I'm not really shocked by much when it comes to sexuality. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, I'm coming up on 37. I've lived Yeah. In- 15 different states, three different countries. Like, I, not to say I've seen it all, but I've seen a lot. So when I hear things, it doesn't shock me as much as it probably would have 15 years ago. You know? Um, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not. I mean, I might be like entertained, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to be shocked to the, to the moment of like stunned. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I've watched too much porn in my life. <laughs> you got a category. So I've watched a lot of porn too. I've never seen blood porn. Neither blood. have I, but there's nothing that, that someone's gonna describe me that they did. Yeah. That's I've going seen some to pretty me. wild stuff. So maybe yeah. I'm maybe unfortunately, maybe porn has desensitized me to, to things and when I hear stuff that is shocking to most people, maybe I've watched enough, you know, freaky, kinky pornos to where I'm like, meh. That's normal. I and saw I'm, that and I'm aware. I'm aware of like blood play. Like that's not like an yeah. uncommon kink. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like especially like man, I got my red wings a long time ago, guys. I mean, we all have. Here. What's it's the difference? One thing of rubbing it on you and you're gonna be rubbing it on your dick if she's on your period. My dick is different than you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if I rub my dick. Rub my dick on her, and we would just—I mean, come on, that's just a flag like, <laughs> day. This got needs. Let's sure. knock this out, and then we'll get you know. The real thing later. Levels. Yeah. All right. Well, that's wild. Well, got away the that sheets. was great, but unfortunately, I do have to get going because I got to be somewhere at three thirty. So. Cool. Uh, cool. Everyone, thank you for joining. Jay, thanks for your efforts. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you for uh, carrying through, both this brother. Of course, man. Make Call sure you hit action. that like that like button. Hit it. Yeah. Like button. Action. You already know what it is. Yeah. Five and, star uh, review. Comment. All that. Yeah. One one time for Patreon. I've seen a yeah. couple of fluctuation in, in the numbers. We're, we're pretty steady, but I've seen some dips. I just want to know. Maybe we have to step our game up. We have to step maybe our we need game to promote up. Promote it more. We got to step our game up. Okay. Yeah, we got to step our game up. I just up. think there's there's forty thousand subscribers. If 5% of that hopped over on Patreon, that's about 4,000 people. We are nowhere close to 4,000. No. I have more faith, I guess. No, but we, I think maybe we're just not giving them what they want. Maybe we got to put our ears up in a little bit more. Yeah, let's give them what yeah. they want. So, so, yeah, Patreon people. Let us know. Tell us what you want. If there's something that we're not delivering on that we can do better, if there's something that we're not doing that you'd like to see, let us know. We're here. We're here for you. The people. We give it to you. The people. As Bane said. Unless you're in the blood sex. Till next week. (laughs) See y'all. Don't I give you that rush? I keep that love.
love and raw Don't need no candlelight Cause you feel like the morning sun There ain't no end in sight Put that shit on my life This ain't no fantasy We living on the edge tonight I told her lay down We can make a movie now This ain't audition You tripping over your lines now I flipped the script I be flipping you on your side now I got a Tesla, you fucking up all the leather I just checked, I got a checker We fucking it up together Don't lie Don't I, don't I, don't I Don't I I can't help but flex it all I can't wait to break it off I'm the only one to make you feel like you can have it all don't